Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, welcome. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest was a career criminal. His extended family consisted of uh, uh, drug dealers, drug addicts, pimps, prostitutes, fatherlessness. Uh, He had 34 members of his family in prison as of now for murder. He had an encounter with the Messiah. He learned about bloodline curses, began to break them on himself, on his family, his extended family, and he has a passion to help you break. Now, by the way, these curses can be things like sickness, like poverty, uh, and their bloodline. They just pass through the blood, and you can stop it, and his passion is to help you. Are you ready? I have John Turnipseed here with me, and uh, we were talking a bit about bloodline curses. Uh, What is your understanding of a bloodline curse? My understanding of a bloodline curse is if you can look back into your family and certain things, devastating things, not just a little like a cold or anything. I'm talking about things such as like cancer and things of of people being unemployed and, and prostitution or sexual immorality and things of that nature or people going to prison. If you can trace that back, one generation, it might be a mistake, an abnormality. But if it happens in two or three, there's definitely something going on there. And you better address it right then because it can carry on into other generations. Now, you don't look old enough for that, but you tell me that you trace these things in your own family back Four generations. Yes, starting with my father. Uh, my father um, got shot at a young age, did a robbery at a young age, and went to prison and abandoned us as a father. Uh, I got shot at 16, abandoned my kids, and went to prison for 10 years. My son, little Johnny, got shot 17 times, abandoned his nine kids, and went to prison for 15 years. And his son, who got shot at a very young age in his teenage years and is doing life without the possibility of parole. Every generation, it got uglier and stronger. And that's when I knew that I had to do something. Uh, That's an interesting point. Uh, I hope you didn't miss it. He said that each generation, it was getting worse in his family line. how big is the turnip seed family that you're talking about? We are the largest family in Minnesota. 
Uh, a family reunion for us is a couple thousand people. Wow. And, and uh, how many would you say percentage-wise has this curse affected? I would say in most of the generations, probably 75 to 90 percent. Well, you were raised in a loving home. You had a good childhood mm-hmm. uh, in Alabama. Yes. All of a sudden, uprooted to Minneapolis. Let's take a look at this clip. I was six years old when the boogeyman started haunting me. I pray he'd go away. But I guess when your father is the devil, you can't expect God to answer your prayers. You can't take the boogeyman down. Don't make me beat you again. You'll find someone you can. Ever since I was a kid, I ran these streets by whatever means necessary. Oh, one more thing, John. You walk in my courtroom one more time, just just one more time. You will not see another human being for as long as you breathe. You know, it's hard to to even comprehend this lost, scared little boy went on to become a gang leader, a pimp, a drug dealer. He was shot, stabbed, abducted, addicted to cocaine, armed robberies, in and out of prison. How'd that happen? Well... Uh, with a father not being around and nobody to supervise me, I was basically, when my father wasn't there, the head of the household. My mother was sick and hurt, and I would venture out into the neighborhood and down the street from where I lived because there was no authority over me. A group of pimps and thugs took me in, and they showed me what I thought was love. And I went, I grabbed and held on to it for all I could. And it led me to penitentiaries and everything. I was pulling armed robberies at 12 years of age. But you were raised in the church? Yes. Your father was raised in the church? Deacon. And how does someone that has a little bit of teaching, just a little, do cold-blooded things such as you did? Well, I was raised in the church, and when I was six or seven years old, my grandmother told me I was going to be John the Baptist. I was going to be a preacher, so I would practice preaching at five and six years of age, and it was my destiny. We had intact families down there. Everybody was married, no alcoholism. Everybody went to church and worked hard. Good family. And my father comes up here by himself, and... A couple of years later, when we came up here, he was not the same person. He went from being my hero to the boogeyman. And he, I was scared of him, I didn't like him, and he beat my mother every single day. And I, I couldn't understand, and I prayed every day for God to stop it. And my little bitty mind, all by itself, it didn't happen for me. And one day I stopped praying. And I became very angry at God. And I thought, I said, all that stuff you guys had told me, that's my grandmother, that's hocus pocus. That doesn't work. I prayed, and he still beats my mother. So how does a nine-year-old child deal with that? But 
when you got involved in this life of crime, wasn't there even a tinge saying, this is wrong, I shouldn't do this, tinge of remorse? At first, pretty soon, the conscience gets put to sleep. It's called seared. And then it's gone. You told me that when you were involved in these things, it was almost like a, a, a high. Wait, Absolutely. Um, there was no greater thrill to me than going and putting a pistol in someone's face and humiliating them and making them give me all their money. You hated your father, as you explained. But then you became just like the one you hated. Absolutely. You became just like your father. That curse that was haunting you was causing you to move in these areas and probably even giving you that high that you had from crime. Oh, absolutely. Um, the curse that it came upon me became so strong in me that I was able to persuade others to follow me. I was able to... At, I was 18 years old. I was in prison for the first time. A, a thousand men, and I took over the prison. Um, just had them following me to this path that I was on. And because I was so taught so well how to influence people for my own benefit, that I was able to send a lot of young men down a very dark path. But, but, but you had some good role models in prison. Uh, did you really want to change? God kept sending angels to me. What do you mean? He, he sent, uh, he, I wouldn't go to school, and one day I wanted to do weightlifting, and this weightlifter told me that he wouldn't teach me weightlifting unless I got my GED. So I went and studied the book and took the GED test a week later and passed it. And then there was a, another guy who came and visited me in prison and told me I was insulted me by telling me I was a total waste of human life because I wouldn't educate myself. And I went to school and got a degree in computers. And there was a guy named Father Capucci, a Catholic priest, that when I would act up, he was the only one that could calm me down because I knew he was one of God's boys and I didn't want to offend him. So God kept sending. He never, I didn't realize it until later on in life, he sent the Calvary to me to prepare me. God is so good. He is that good. Now, you hated your dad. Hated him. Wanted to kill him. And when you had a child, it would be different, but it wasn't. It was not different. Uh, my first child actually came into the world. She was, sh I was shot, the mother was shot, and she was shot by a gunman that was trying to kill me. We all lived, but I brought that evil. That evil followed me into my household and tried to execute my family. It's all part of that curse. All part of the curse. But that angel of God, the mercy of God was there. Well, your life was in and out of prisons. Uh, you, you had a skill, uh, but you were living a double life, a life as uh, a normal person and a life because that curse would not leave you alone. Uh, you were going to be arrested you knew it, you were in your office. A television crew showed up. Mm. Describe that to me. I had been caught, put in jail, and arraigned on probably a couple of hundred felonies, and I agreed to plead guilty to 50 of them. 
if they would let me out to finish teaching a class. See, I, I was, when God had sent those angels, I had gotten the skill of teaching. And I had students, so I went back to teach these students. Nobody knew I had went to jail. And um, I was going to go to prison. I barricaded myself in my office, and I just started crying. I started crying. I wanted to kill That's myself. Cool. And something from my childhood came to me. My grandmother telling me just, boy, if you just reach to God, reach to Jesus. That's what that voice came to me. And you're going to find And God. I asked him right there, right, where right there. I said, God, if you are who my grandmother said you are, then you have to come right now. And he came right then and there. And I know he came and stuff. When that, I call him the gangster. When that gangster came into my life, you know, <laughs> You know, it, I, I, it's, I can't describe it. I cannot describe how I felt that moment. I got up, everybody was waiting outside my office. I came out smiling. I had dirt all over my suits, not running down my face. I didn't care. Jesus had came and got me. He was real. He was real. I'll tell you something. When we come back, you, you think you have problems? 50 felonies. A judge that hates him. He's facing 10 years to life. He could be put away forever. But the same God that rescued him, the same God that is ready to rescue you, it's a miracle. I'll be right back. Today, John Turnipseed has been rescued, delivered by the power of God, and has dedicated his life to help people identify and be set free from bloodline and generational curses. 90% of his family has been set free. Call now and get John Turnipseed's book, Bloodline, and his two-part audio CD teaching on identifying and breaking generational curses. Plus, you'll get his soul-winning DVD testimony movie, The John Turnipseed Story. Also included is this handy prayer card, Freedom from Generational Curses. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9393. Through the powerful revelation contained in John Turnipseed's book and two-part audio CD series, you will learn what generational curses and bloodline curses are, understand how to identify bloodline and generational curses in your life and that of your families, learn what are the laws that govern generational curses and generational blessings, understand the keys to overthrow generational curses and bloodline curses permanently through prayers of renunciation. Discover the supernatural prayers to set you free in every area of your life. You will also receive John Turnipseed's DVD testimony movie, The John Turnipseed Story. Show this movie to your unsaved or backslidden family and friends to encourage them to turn to Jesus as their Messiah and Lord. Through the supernatural power of God and these teachings, you can break the generational curses that are plaguing your family. Plus, you will receive as a special bonus this handy scripture and prayer card. On one side are five keys to freedom from generational and bloodline curses. On the other side are scriptures and an anointed prayer to proclaim over yourself and your family. Don't miss out on getting John Turnipseed's book, Bloodline, and his two-part audio CD teaching on identifying and breaking generational curses. Plus, you'll get his soul-winning DVD testimony movie, The John Turnipseed Story. Also included is this handy prayer card, Freedom from Generational 
generational curses. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9393. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9393 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Just before John was arrested, he asked God for two things. What were those two things? I asked him, he, I, I knew I was going to jail, and I let my children oh, down once again. I said, I God, I, I want my children to forgive me and to love me one more time. And Father, I want to teach again because I was a licensed teacher and I knew it would be taken away. And I, I, I loved teaching so much, I, I wanted to teach again. And that's the only thing that I asked. I didn't ask him not to go to jail. I didn't ask him anything else. The judge could have put you away for life. Sentencing day, tell me about it. Sentencing day comes around and, and in Minnesota, we have the career criminal division. And when they prosecute you, these guys are, they, they have no sympathy, no empathy for anything. It's like you have crossed over the line. You have went over the sentencing guidelines. They're, you know, we're going to put you away for as long as humanly possible. Well, the prosecutor that was prosecuting me all of a sudden wasn't there that day. And this guy really disliked. He had prosecuted my son, my cousins, and everybody. The judge had seen me time and time again and was just tired of me. But that day, I'd had like nine months before I came for sentencing. And the judge told me he's seen something different in me. And my lawyer was getting, arguing for the 10 year, you know, let's give him 10 years. And I told my lawyer, just chill out, man. <laughs> and the judge said, I'm going to give you probation. I don't know why. No, no time in jail? No time in jail. That's a miracle. <laughs> So those two prayers you pray, I think God instantly answered them. He instantly answered them. Now I have to and, and the place that I got that shamed and got arrested at, that the cameras came to, they not only rehired me, but they promoted me. <laughs> when you were talking about um, that day when the cameras were there, I saw crocodile tears coming out, out of your eyes. Why? There's no way to explain when God does what he does and how blessed I was to receive it. I owe him everything. And he did it for me, for me right there and then regardless of my past or anything. He did it for me. Would he do this for anyone if their past was even worse than yours? He would do it for any one of his children in an instant. Would you pray for the ones that are looking right now and you know who you are because God's been dealing with you and he loves you as much as he loves John Turnipseed. He loves you as much as he loves me. He loves you enough to die for you. God, you know, you know us. We're your babies. Father, sometimes we are disobedient. Sometimes we do not do what we're supposed to do. But, Father, you told us that you loved us so much in John 3.16 that whoever believes in you shall not perish but have everlasting life. And, Father, 
We're your babies. We need you in our life. Knock down the barriers for the ones that don't believe in you, Father. Just knock the barriers down and let them know that you're there, Father, because only until you come will they know how great you are, Father. So please, Jesus, just give us un, unyielded, unrestrained favor today, Father, even if we don't deserve it, Jesus. Amen. You know what? The Bible says, if you confess your sins, he is just and faithful yes. to forgive you of all, 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 no matter what you've done. Real quick, tell me the first message you ever gave, your first sermon. Uh, my first sermon, I um, I'd gave my life to Christ and I went to, back to school to become a minister. I went to a funeral that another pastor was supposed to do. I get a phone call because he's not there. And it's from a cousin of mine that tells me, hey, Johnny, that's what he called me. I'm just telling you this because I know you're at that funeral. The pastor ain't showing up. Um, the pastor owes us a whole lot of money and uh, from, for drugs. And <laughs> I'm just telling this is a, yeah, it's hard to believe. And until Monday, he's going to stay right here. So tell the family. So I went to the family and I told them, I didn't tell them the whole story. I just said, the pastor won't show up. And uh, I said, but I'm a pastor. And he said, you are? And I said, yeah. And they asked me, well, would you do the service? Because the funeral home is waiting. And I said, I will. And when I got up to speak, the crowd there, I heard cursing. He, they know he's a you. pimp. He's, he's a thug. He, you know, he did this to me. I mean, all of this. And God just, I felt him. And I went up and I, I opened the service up with John 3.16. And I'll tell you how I said it. I said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that who else, whosoever believeth in him, even Johnny Turnipseed, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And then I told him, I don't know about the God you serve, but the one I serve said that and meant that, and I'm going to do this service, and I got a standing ovation. <laughs> Well, now, what about that in a large extended family of pimps and fatherlessness and prison and murder, 34 members of your family serving time for murder right now? Uh, what's going on with all of that family? Um, most of them that are in prison are saved. What percent would you say? I would say, there, I would say 90 percent. Oh. I would say 90 percent. Oh. My, my, my children are saved. My brothers are saved. We are no longer raising criminals. We're raising, uh, hopefully, little preachers. You know, that's my greatest hope. That's bigger than the president in my family. Okay, with your family, you broke the curses. How can people watching you right now break the curses over their family, whether it's sickness or whether it's divorce or, or, or whether it's prison or whether it's addictions uh, or, or what, whatever. How? Um, what I had to do with my family is we had to sit down and come face to face with these are the things and be honest that are playing our family. OK, the prostitution and the gang and the drugs. Um, all of that father absence, men walking away from their children. We had to say some very unpleasant things about the reality of who we were, okay? And then in agreement with each other, we had to act on it. 
And then we had to arm ourselves because the enemy came and he, man, did he ever come. When, we, when I started talking this message, he started attacking my family more than he had because he had, before he could just leave us alone because we were doing it all by ourselves. But once we started, we armed ourselves with the word and the, and the blood of Jesus Christ and stuff that he had to back off. He had to back off. Did you hear that? He armed himself with the word of God and the blood of Jesus. That's why they had to back off. And I tell you, the devil, the curses are backing off in Jesus' name. John Turnipseed was torn from a good life with a loving extended family to live with his abusive and cruel father. His father's alcoholism and womanizing began a chain reaction of poverty, violence, and addiction. John went from a lost and frightened little boy to a gang leader, drug dealer, and pimp. He became a user of crack cocaine and committed armed robberies. 34 of his family members have been in prison serving time for murder. Today, John Turnipseed has been rescued, delivered by the power of God, and has dedicated his life to help people identify and be set free from bloodline and generational curses. 90% of his family has been set free. Call now and get John Turnipseed's book, Bloodline, and his two-part audio CD teaching on identifying and breaking generational curses. Plus, you'll get his soul winning DVD testimony movie, The John Turnipseed Story. Also included is this handy prayer card, Freedom from Generational Curses, yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9393. Through the powerful revelation contained in John Turnipseed's book and two-part audio CD series, you will learn what generational curses and bloodline curses are, understand how to identify bloodline and generational curses in your life and that of your families, learn what are the laws that govern generational curses and generational blessings, understand the keys to overthrow generational curses and bloodline curses permanently through prayers of renunciation. Discover the supernatural prayers to set you free in every area of your life. You will also receive John Turnipseed's DVD testimony movie, The John Turnipseed Story. Show this movie to your unsaved or backslidden family and friends to encourage them to turn to Jesus as their Messiah and Lord. I truly believe through the supernatural power of God and these teachings that you can break the generational curses that are plaguing your family. Plus, you will receive as a special bonus this handy scripture and prayer card. On one side are five keys to freedom from generational and bloodline curses. On the other side are scriptures and an anointed prayer to proclaim over yourself and your family. And you know what? Doctors always ask you, uh, tell me the health of your parents, your mother, your father. Well, that's part of the bloodline curse. I mean, do you know that divorce is a curse? Do you know that children into drugs is a curse? There are any number of them that are passed on generationally, and if you don't stop them, then no one's going to do it for the rest of your family. So I urge you to get the book, Bloodline, see the movie, the two teachings on CDs, identifying and breaking generational curses, and the special bonus scripture and prayer card. You can take this card and it's step-by-step how to break these curses. 
You need it. Don't miss out on getting John Turnipseed's book, Bloodline, and his two-part audio CD teaching on identifying and breaking generational curses. Plus, you'll get his soul-winning DVD testimony movie, The John Turnipseed Story. Also included is this handy prayer card, Freedom from Generational Curses. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9393. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9393 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. My guest says we were created to be feared by the devil. Do you agree with that? Do you want to find out why and how and start doing it? Yes!